You're listening to Business in Black with your host, Danita Harris. And welcome to this uh, New Year's edition of Business in Black. You're listening to Danita Harris, your host, and our wonderful co-host, Dr. LaTanya Hughes. It's a new year. It's a cold new year. <laughs> yes, ma'am, it is. Yes, ma'am, it is. Um, yeah, the entire country is feeling the deep freeze, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. God made it have to be winter for a reason, and, uh, you know... We extra layer it up. It's not, but I don't even get that cold really. So I layer it up. I had on my thermals and the right layers, and you know, it's not a big deal to me. But Dr. Hughes is giving me all kinds of faces, people. <laughs> Listen, winter has finally arrived in Florida. I mean, last last year we didn't really have winter. Um, you know, we had our one of the hottest years on record. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when we don't have winter, that's pretty much how it goes. And it really, I think we may have had a couple days, maybe, of, quote, cold temps where we got into, like, the 50s. Yeah. But for the most part, we had oh, a pretty man, warm, hot year. <laughs> this year, like, winter came a little, you know, usually winters in January for us. <laughs> but we got a few cold temps in December but for us especially in South Florida to get down to where it's 39 degrees at night that is cold for us we're not used to that and yesterday the high was like 40 something yeah you know, I saw that 45 45 anyway we have to shift <laughs> as we do right we have to shift because it's a new year which is you know mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about on the the the, the show today um, yeah uh so this is season two of the show i'm excited yeah are um here to help you through creating a business, starting that business, um, growing that business and building a business that's going to lead to success. And so as we kick the new year off, like many people do, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, New Year's resolutions. And it's not an original, like groundbreaking revolutionary topic, but I think shedding this particular light on um, according to Huffington Post and Forbes.com, um, Less than 8% of people will actually accomplish their New Year's resolutions. And I think yep. that's a very sad number. Yeah. It's a single digit number. It's a very sad number um, yeah. of people. So what is that really saying to us about ourselves? Listen, at the end of the day, the reality is people lack commitment. People can't even commit to themselves. How are they going to commit to a resolution? Um, they don't commit to, to much of anything else. There's no consistency, there's no discipline, there's no faithfulness. So, I mean, um, you know, growing up um, as an early, you know, adult, I, I heard somebody, I heard this all the time, resolutions are meant to be broken. Mm. And I was like, if people say that and they think that, then what's the purpose of even making a, a, a resolution mm-hmm. if, if they're meant to be broken? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yo, are you saying this is logical and I'm supposed, is this reverse psychology? I'm supposed to be making resolutions of the opposite thing that I want to happen and do so that I actually do what I want to do. Like that's too much, but I heard that all the time. And 
I don't do resolutions because again, it's just something that I, I don't know. It's just to me, it's kind of, I think super, uh, resolutions are kind of superstitions. I think you need goals and there's a big right. difference between the two. Well, and even in that, I mean, I'm just interested in the psychology behind why we fail. That's basically saying that we fail more than we succeed. Right. Right. And so why is it that we, that we fail? So according to um, psychology today, Mm -hmm. um, when they, when people lack mindsets, I'm paraphrasing here, but when people lack mindsets of the belief that hard work can and will lead to improvement, um, confidence that you and people like you can thrive and the belief that you, what you're doing is valuable and relevant to your goals, then those are all issues that can prohibit you. I mean, just let's take the first one, the belief that hard work can and will lead to improvement. Do we really believe that? I don't think a lot of people believe that. No. Because no. at the end of the day, you work your self to the bone for some job, right? And then you get, I don't know, fired, laid off. Um, You've given them 30 years of your life and no pension and no, you know, severance pay or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I think the disloyalty probably has created the environment that would promote the, the mindset that what's the point. Right. Right. I don't know. Um, but you know, it's it's the it's unfortunate, but it's what happens. There there's got to be a psychology behind the fact that we are not accomplishing what we set it out to accomplish. So then now that makes us just talking to be talking. You know, and some people I, do that I anyway. Like. And and some people do it because um it's the thing to do. That's just like listen, it's just just like folks who eat black eyed peas, collard greens. <laughs> And whatever macaroni, you know what I'm saying? Prosperity, yeah. But good luck. I mean, they do it because it's tradition or some type of superstition or something that they were told that they do that this is generational. It's just something that you do. They don't really have an understanding of why they do. They just know Mama Mama said, "Or this is what we've always done." But that doesn't mean there's, there's, you know what I'm saying? There's no rhyme or reason sometimes to why people do what they do. So, and you don't have to set goals slash resolutions just for the new year. You, you should have them, them regularly. You should yeah. have them throughout the year. Yeah. You know, so the, 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 the term resolution, the, the word resolution, excuse me, is a firm decision to do or not to do something. For those of you who've never looked the word up, it is a firm decision to do or not to do something. See, and that's contrary in itself, is it not? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm making a resolution, which is a decision to do or not to do something, Mm -hmm. right? Then, and it says a firm decision, not just a decision, but a firm one that should be concrete. Right. So we're really lying. Right. To to ourselves ourselves and everyone else. Mm -hmm. That's in confusion. Yeah, that's is confusion. Mm-hmm. Because then why would you take on a firm to sit? Because now you're not a person of your word to yourself, mm-hmm. which carries yeah. off in your walk in your everyday life. And so no wonder you're the snake in the grass on the job or 
you know, don't keep your promises to they, your children. And then they're like, oh, mom, dad, you said that mm-hmm. before, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it, mm-hmm. and it, you know, is it that it's so hard to do it or is it that we're afraid of failing? We're afraid to do it because we might fail. I think that might be a lot of people's issue is that we're doing stuff. We're not doing scuff, stuff, excuse me, because we might be afraid to fail because in my, our mind, we may have gassed up. This is the goal I want to accomplish. Let's take the easy one. Weight loss. What if I don't lose as much <laughs> as I set out and told everybody that I just had a conversation the other day. Hey, 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 team, you might want to just stop telling everybody everything and then they won't know whether or not you kept your goal to yourself or not. Like, you, you know, I think people take accountability partners too far. I think, you know, you don't need everybody in your community mm-hmm. to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have, for instance, weight loss, I think one thing when it comes to weight loss and being healthy in your physical body, you do need someone to hold you accountable. You need someone who, but the person who holds you accountable should be someone who can help you achieve that goal. That's why a lot of people who work out and they weight train, they do it with someone Mm -hmm. because they need someone who is, who, who is conditioned, who has knowledge in this area. You need someone who can help you with, see, weight loss is not just working out. No, I'm going to hit the gym and I'm going to do 80% cardio. No, 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 no. 80% of weight loss is nutrition. So Mm -hmm. you're not even changing the way you eat. Right. But you need someone who can help you. And I think, Mm -hmm. When people tell other people, they do it under the guise of, I need accountability partners. I need people to hold me accountable to stick to this thing. Because somewhere in the back of their mind, like you was talking about psychologically, they think, know, believe that somewhere along the lines, it's going to fall apart. And so, but I think, you know, we just have to be realistic. I think part of the problem is people aren't realistic. Right. At all. They don't. And if you're going to do a resolution goal, whatever you want to call it, break it down. Have one big goal and then have smaller goals up underneath that that helps you achieve that one goal. If you do it like that, you will likely achieve your goal and not, you know. Well, according to Psychology Today, again, uh, it says uh, the human brain is wired to favor routine over novelty. Mm -hmm. Even if that routine is healthy, unhealthy, excuse me. So, you know, I mean, that says a lot in itself. So if you can't, if it takes 90 days, which we all know, to break a habit and establish a new one, right? Mm -hmm. Then you can't even, according to uh, Business Insider, 80% of people fail by February. Yep. So no wonder 8% of people who made New Year's decision firm decisions to do something aka a resolution are failing at the rate of 80 percent of those people who tackle those resolutions because you need 90 days to establish and break a bad habit establish a new habit break a bad habit and if you can't even make it to february you haven't even made the 30-day mark that's right 
So you haven't made the 30 day mark, then that hasn't been ingrained in you to become habitual for you to maintain it and increase. So accountability could be the person telling you, calling you on your phone, hey, get up, let's go, let's do it, you know, um, because sometimes if we're left to our own devices, oftentimes we're just not, we don't have the fortitude within ourselves to do it. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of boggled by 8% of people. I thought it would be a lot larger number Mm -mm. of people who would make resolutions and keep them, but um, it's not. And so, oh, we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about ways that we can keep these resolutions um, to help you break out of that 8% and help you become, or 92% that doesn't keep their resolutions and become, and help to push that number for uh, resolutions of people who are keeping them uh, a little bit higher. Let's try and get to the double digits, people. Like, let's at least... (laughs) move the needle a little so uh, stay tuned we're going to take a little break here at business in black the weekly podcast where we talk all things starting growing and building a successful business and you're listening to business in black and we'll be right back you're listening to business in black with your host danita harris And welcome back to Business in Black. Um, Today we're talking about, um, I didn't even give the show title a name because we're just talking about New Year's resolutions. So how to stay resolute. I like that. How to stay resolute. How to stay in your firm decision Mm -hmm. to accomplish your goals. That's what we're talking about today. And so we've learned that less than 10% of people, actually 8% is the number, um, 8% of people keep their New Year's resolutions and 80% of people who endeavor on their resolution journey uh, will fail come February, um, which, you know, um, is unfortunate because we were just talking about the psychology behind that. Uh, and one thing I did not like, let me say I did not like, on psychology today is that their their way of saying, hey, you know, you need 90 days to create a new habit and break an old habit. Right. And so here are some ways to trick your brain. That is literally the phrase. I'm very, I'm not paraphrasing. I'm reading off of their screen on psychologytoday.com. Here are ways to trick your brain into helping you accomplish your goals. I don't like that phrase because why do I have, that sounds to me like I have a problem waking up on time. So I'm going to set the top the clock 15 minutes in advance. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's just wrong. I do. Uh, that's that. You might think it's wrong, but it's still a reality for a lot of people. Because it I'm is. Like that. I was like that for a long time. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Like for me and my mind, I don't like waking up before a certain time. Mm-hmm. It's even when I had to work, I just, in my mind, I just felt like it was wrong. <laughs> so, but I still need to get to work on time. Right. And I knew how long it would take me to get dressed. And so for me, I would have to psych myself. 
Mm-hmm. to go to work, to get up, to dress, to go to work. So I would have, you know, multiple alarms. There's a lot of people who do, um, on, matter of fact, for, on, for instance, um, The Rock, he has, I mean, he's shown a picture on Instagram several times of his alarm system and, and it, he has it set every 15 minutes starting at like, I want to say like 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something like that. It's every 15 minutes or something like that. Um, Because sometimes you just don't want to get up, but you got to do what you have to do. But when you have a busy lifestyle and, you know, sleep is rare, you kind of want to cram it in. So, yeah, you have to sometimes psych your mind out to get up, and especially when that bed ripping and it's cold outside. Yeah. I think it's a little bit different, though, if you're setting it every 15 as opposed to saying it's 15 minutes earlier than what it is so that you can get up on time. I think there's a variance in there. Oh, yeah, no, I think, um, and some people, um, I know some people do that because they don't like to be late. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so to make sure that they're always on time, some people would prefer to be early. Mm-hmm. And so to make sure that they have that that cushion, you know, I know some people who just, you know, set their clocks five minutes early. Just, their clocks are always five minutes early or 10 minutes early or whatever. Some people just live that way. And some people were raised that way. This is they, true. Again, they don't have any rhyme or reason. All they know is what they I know. Up with my clocks mm-hmm. always 10, 15 minutes early. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, let's talk about some SMART goals. S M A R T is an acronym for um, how to go about um, bringing your goals to life. So we'll go down the list. The first is being specific. Uh, And this is nothing new. This is information that's been recirculated throughout time of um, how to accomplish our goals. So this comes then back to what we were just talking about, the psychology behind it of when is enough. You, It's like weight loss. When is enough enough? Right. Or staying in a, a, a bad relationship. When is enough enough? You have to make that decision of when enough is enough and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You have to make that decision for yourself because nobody can make that decision for you, uh, accountability partner or not. Right. So you have to be very specific about the goal that you want to accomplish. You cannot be ambiguous. And I always tell people, because I'm a Christian, that God created the earth and he wasn't ambiguous in it. He didn't say, oh, you know, I I don't think I want it to be dark anymore. He said, let there be light. So that's an example that we should follow then to say, I want to lose 15 pounds. Not, I just want to lose some weight because some could be one or some could be a hundred. Um, But being more specific and less, and I think that scares people back to the fear factor. I think that really scares people because it puts their toe on the line and holds them the A in smart accountable um, to a particular goal. When your goal is specific, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's really real because it's in front of me and I, this is something that I really must accomplish. It's, um, it's um, you know, it, it's, it, it kind of brings it home. And like you said, it lays it at your feet and it's not something that you can kind of get away from, but it's right here. Like you said, it's not just, I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to lose, you know, 
50 pounds by X, Y, by, you know, the summer, or it it may be, you know, if I don't lose 50 pounds, I want to lose, you know, 10 inches here, you know, da, 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 based off your measurements. But it's still specific. But it's Mm -hmm. still specific. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think when you make your goals specific, you are more likely to achieve them because now you're more likely to say, what is it going to take me to get there versus I just want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like she said, that's ambiguous because you may be satisfied with just losing two pounds. Well, honey, you can lose two pounds. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. So why is that even a goal then if all you, if you're just going to be satisfied with two pounds, obviously right. you want you know, a little bit more. So, right. And let's just, while we're harping on the, and picking on fitness real quick, let's talk about the content, the, the, the connection, excuse me, with fitness and owning your own business or being in business. Like Dr. Hughes was just saying, you know, if you're limited on sleep, the last thing you want is to be out of shape because your body not running on its premium level of functionality is going to hinder you. It's going to make you feel groggy. It's going to make you feel lethargic. It's going to make you feel unmotivated. Um, You know, so we understand what it takes to get up and get going every day, but you've got to get your body back in a good shape um, to keep doing all the things that you want to do for your business. It's very important. Your health is your wealth. And so many people just do not understand that. Like everything from reducing your intake of certain foods, like I've completely cut pork out of my diet. I've reduced drastically my cheeses, uh, milk, dairy, um, as well as my egg intake. Um, so, you know, you have to you have to be very mindful of what needs to happen because, you know, when you don't feel good, you don't do good. Period. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it, it's it's uh it's it is there's a the sad thing is as much information we have about this. We don't do it. Right. Yeah. We have all the statistics and, and we still, we'll sit here and listen to this radio show. We'll sit and watch the TV with the bag of Frito-Lays and, you know, mm-hmm. and still not do it. But, you know, then you're crazy. If you're crazy like me, you'll get down after you eat the Frito-Lays and start doing some sit-ups and push-ups because you feel guilty about eating those <laughs> Right. So, or you'll um, sit here and you give yourself 90 million excuses about why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't need sleep. Right. Why you don't need this chasing that money. But honey, the love of money. Right. Will destroy you because it will have you being extremely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, go ahead. We're gonna Absolutely. On. So let's see. We're going to be specific and then we're going to create measurable goals. That's the M in SMART is measurable goals. So um, goals that are very detailed and specificity, excuse me, and then measurable goals, meaning over a time of period of time, correct? Um, I will be able to, and, and I think what Dr. Hughes said earlier of like, 
having benchmarks throughout the goal. So if my goal is by December 31st, 2018 to have lost 10 pounds, then what do I do month one? What, well, month one, I'm going to drink more water. Month two, I'm going to start exercising every day. Month three, I'm going to go to bed earlier, but you know, so being, um, and setting those benchmarks, um, will help a lot to achieve these goals. Right. And again, be as specific as you can be, you know, with your measurable goals. I mean, you might say, I'm going to exercise every day this month. Okay, that's great. How much time are you going to dedicate to that? So you may say, I'm going to exercise two hours a day, every day, you know, this month. If you know you're not going to work work out on weekends, don't say every day. Right. I'm going to just say, I'm going to work out two hours a day, five days a week. Right. You know what I mean? But give yourself something that you can benchmark so that, you know, if you use the calendar, you use whatever you're going to use to track and measure your goals, because that's the point of making the measurable, you know, say, especially like I saw this young lady, uh, she did this on Instagram. She had a calendar because she, her goal was to lose a certain amount of weight for the year that helped her because she has lupus. And at the end of the year, she showed her calendar where this month I lost a total da da da, but you could see every single day where she and I think that's what people get exhausted about. I think people get exhausted about the the work, not the work of losing the weight. I think people get exhausted about the work behind the losing the weight of Mm -hmm. now I've got to get a calendar and I've got to write everything that I eat down every day and I've got to track every day. Well, guess what? They've made it easy with our iPhones and our Samsungs and yeah. our notes and our all just her method phones. of what she chose, but there's a lot of different ways to do right. it at the end of the day. If you're not going to do the work, you're not mm-hmm. going to achieve it. And that's why Correct. only 8%. Only 8%. Yeah. Because folks don't want to do the work. If it was mm-hmm. easy, everybody would be doing it. Correct. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, a, a calendar method, a pen and paper right. method. You could do it electronically now, right. um, and which makes it easy. And it gives an accountability to some degree because electronically you can connect with other friends um, just in specific for weight goal. But also, um, I, I'm pretty sure there might be some goal apps that you can connect with people just in general, not just for um, the weight loss, but... Anyway, I think um, that leads us into our A, which is accountability, which when we come back from a short little break, uh, then we will talk a little bit more about how we can be accountable and to whom we should be accountable to. Because like Dr. Hughes said a little while ago, you know, the whole neighborhood don't have to know your business. Oh, come on. So you're listening (laughs) to Business in Black. And today we're talking about how to be resolute in your goals and we'll be right back you're listening to business in black with your host Danita Harris Alrighty, we are back with Business in Black, your weekly podcast where we talk everything about growing, starting, growing, and building a business that is successful. And today we're talking about uh, New Year's resolutions, how to be resolute in the new year. And uh, less than 10% of you all listening to this show will 
unfortunately fail at keeping your resolution, but we're giving you some tips that can help you along the way. Tips that you've heard before, but maybe this is the year for you. Maybe this is your season. Maybe 2018 is the turnaround for you to actually hear it, do it, achieve it, feel amazing about yourself. And we left off talking about our SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, an acronym for uh, a specific method of how you can keep your goals or hope that you can keep your goals. So the S stands for specific being specific in what goal you're trying to accomplish. The M is for measurable um, goals. Uh, The A, we left off on accountability. So who are we supposed to be accountable to? And we talked a little earlier in the show about, hey, guess what? Probably not a good idea to tell everybody everything. So in that, I would think a couple of trusted people, a couple of people who you know are on the same track, because the last thing you want to do is tell somebody who's going to hate and somebody who's going to have negative things. Now, there's nothing wrong with bringing a different um, light, shedding a light, a different light onto the situation so you can look at it at different dynamics, right? But you don't want somebody that's going to be like, oh, isn't that too big? Right. Are you sure you can do that? I just told somebody one of my goals for the end, by the end of 2019, I want to do this. And the first thing that shot out of their mouth was, oh yeah, you can do that. That's easy. Right. So, you, you know, but you also need those people who can say, okay, you can do it. And so let's talk about how we're going to do it. Let's talk about some of the hurdles you might uh, overcome, have to overcome while trying to do it. This is what happened when I was on that course, you know. So I think picking the the right people. So who are those people for you? Well, you know, for my, I have a mentor. I have more than one, as a matter of fact. Um, And, but I was strategic in choosing my mentors. And, you know, I just had a session, matter of fact, um, earlier this week. And, um, and one, the first thing, you know, he asked me was, what are your goals for this year? And then he asked me, well, how are you going to do it? And he always asked me, when am I going to do it? And do I have something in the pipeline already? Why? Because he wants to make sure they're realistic. And I'm getting far ahead, but I'm just saying, you got to have people in your corner who, you don't need a bunch of yes people because that's not going to hold you accountable. No, you don't need people who are going to say yes, 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 yes. You need people who are going to say yes and then ask follow-up questions to help you figure out how you're going to get there. Um, and again, you don't need the whole community. You don't, you don't need everybody. You might just need one or two. If it's fitness, don't get nobody who don't know anything about fitness or nutrition, or health and wellness, for instance. But, you know, if you may get somebody who, but if somebody's a cheerleader, a really good cheerleader that encourages you and keeps you going, that's a good person. But you don't need somebody that's going to be like, if you know you got a negative Nancy in your life, don't, don't tell the negative Nancy. No. I don't understand why we tell people who are just negative people who don't ever have anything positive to say. Then we get frustrated. When they are not positive or excited about our goals or resolutions or whatever we want to call it, mm-hmm. the people you want to make sure that the people you have, and, and it's okay to screen, screen the people in your life. Right. Some my mentors aren't people. I mean, these were strangers. This was somebody in business. I needed a business mentor, so I went and got one. Right. But I screened. 
who was going to be able to pour into you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, according to CovenantEyes.com, um, uh, talking about accountability partners and how to find one, uh, 10 ways to find a good accountability partner, I think people really need to, number one on their list is understand relational accountability. Like, I don't even know if people really understand what accountability means. No. You know, because if I get my girlfriend that I know, Dr. Hughes is going to be like, which is not, I repeat, which is not, I repeat, which is not the case. Cause she will be like, oh really? So you're not doing what you said you was going to try to do? Like, okay, so know that this is not going to happen with her. But right. for example, por ejemplo, okay? <laughs> if she's my girlfriend and she's the type of person to be like, oh girl, you know, you'll be all right. You know, it is not that, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like somebody's going to let me slide. Somebody's going to let me skate instead of checking me when I need to be checked and be like, uh, put the cookie down. Right. You know, have you seen the commercial, which I absolutely love the person that they hired just to slap the, the bad stuff out of the person's hand, <laughs> which I love, but it's almost like you really need that. Right. That really is going to verbally slap you for mm. not, or not not doing what you said you were going to do, or and I just had to do it to my social media manager yesterday, and it wasn't anything more than, "Hey, did you do X, Y, and Z?" And then her response was, "Oh yeah, I finally did it. I was a little nervous about doing it, and it was like, I mean, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Right? You have to get past that. And having an accountability partner who is going to instill some kind of fear in you, to be honest, yeah. of like." uh-oh, I got to have the conversation with Dr. Hughes as to why I did not do this. Right. You know, well, you want people who care. You know what I mean? You want an accountability partner who really cares. Someone right. who, who's, who's invested in your well-being. And, and you know, it sometimes it takes a stranger. Sometimes it's a friend and sometimes it's a stranger. Sometimes it's a business, um, you know, business thing. But you want someone who's, you know... Who's going to hold your feet to the fire? Let me tell you, I know some people who, even if you pay them to be your business mentor and or accountability partner, if they get the inkling that you're not doing the work, they're going to politely say, you know what? God bless you and bow out because they have better. Yeah, they're getting money from you, but they have better things in their life to do than Mm -hmm. to quote unquote, be a mentor or be an accountability measure for someone who doesn't really want that accountability. Right. So, excuse me. Um, you also want to, like you say, you, you wanted to find somebody who is trustworthy and that means, you know, asking questions. Have they been an accountability partner before? Do they have a process in place? You know, how do you prefer to work with one another through email or phone or both? Like all of these, um, because you should have times of, of um, holding one accountable in a verbal sense in my, in my brain. Like I can type you whatever I want, but I can't lie as well through the phone because your voice starts to tell on you. Right, right. Because you'll be stuttering and, you know, trying to get your lies straight. <laughs> and people can, <laughs> and you have people who can tell. I mean, just after a while, especially if you're consistent with your accountability partners, they kind of know you. Mhm. You're right. They know when you're hemming and hawing, even if you mm-hmm. don't sound like you're hemming and hawing. Right. 
So, yeah. Correct. <laughs> right. So, you know, accountability is a big one. Um, we don't, I think sometimes we feel like we are held, we, we are above the law of accountability. Mm-hmm. Like we are who we are. And so who are you to try and hold me accountable for anything? I'll get to it when I get to it. Right. And unfortunately, getting to it when you get to it has resulted in you becoming 92% of the population that has not kept their goal and or resolution that they set out to accomplish for the year. So, mm-hmm. um, which brings me to a, a sub letter, which I'm not even going to consider a letter, but we're going to pull away from smart goals real quick of just, you want to change your environment. Right. That's not on the list here. We're, we're going to go over the R and the T here um, in a moment, but you want to make sure your environment is redirected and healthier for you. So if you were, let's say you had the, the penchant to stop by the bar on the way home every day, maybe you need to find a different route home. Or if you um, like to, uh, you know, watch a particular show every day, maybe it's time to cut the TV off at that hour and and spend some time reading. So changing your environment, um, probably stop going to the fried food places if you're trying to lose weight, you know. Yeah, Um, that's a good point because um, one of the guys at the church was talking about um, (laughs) there's no Krispy Kreme. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, on Broward Boulevard now. And the only Krispy Kreme we used to have was kind of far out over, you know, in Pompano. And so now the one is it's right here on uh, Broward Boulevard. And it's so funny because he was like, you know, he said, I can, he said, I just don't go that way home. Mm-hmm. He said, the other thing that keeps me from going there is because you have to go inside and do all of this. He says, and I don't want to do that. So guess what? I won't be eating Krispy Kreme. So Krispy right. Kreme will be a problem for me. But you know, I, so I, I say all that to say is you have to be determined within yourself to do what's necessary. Like Ms. Harris said, if that means changing your environment, that also means if you need to stop hanging around some of the same people, because if these are people who are creating an atmosphere or an environment for you that is unhealthy, then you need to transition away from people, especially a lot of negative Nazis, people who, don't, who are very uh, pessimistic. You, you gotta you 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 have to shift to people who are more optimistic. Is it going to be strange, different, and, and yes, but you have to do what's necessary, especially even for your business. If you're in business and you're networking in the same places is not yielding results, guess what? Change your environment, network somewhere else. Even if you right. have one of the county, mm-hmm. do what it, it, what is it worth to you to grow and advance your business or grow and advance as a person? Right. Yeah. Stop hanging out with the wrong people is a, a big one. And that's a hard one, especially when you may have been friends with people <clears throat> for some time. Um, and I know that's happened to me where I've had to just kind of let people go because they're, they're stuck in a rut. Right. So I can't partner up with people who are stuck in a rut. You know, like minds attract like minds, birds of a feather flock together. We have these sayings for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I've got to get around more like-minded people to be able to accomplish what it is I want to accomplish and what it is I need to accomplish. So, I mean, easy everyday things like, okay, if you have a penchant for juice, don't go down that aisle. Mm-hmm. unless you have to go down that aisle. So your goal is to really drink more water, then right. skip the juice aisle. Right. Right. Redirect yourselves and have the, and it, it comes down to willpower. Exactly. 
it comes down to you telling yourself, I can do this, right? right? It's mind over matter. You would be uh, surprised as to how the human mind works and how the human mind keeps you going and alive. And here's the other thing. There are online shopping where they will deliver your groceries. Oh, yeah. There are services where you can do that because, listen, mm-hmm. grocery stores are, are very strategic. So a lot of times, this is the odd thing. They'll put, quote, healthy snacks on the same aisle as juice and sugar. Mm-hmm. To force you to go down that aisle, because if you're looking for your veggie sticks, for instance, why are the veggie sticks right across from cookies? Right. Like Oreos. They set you up. Like you said, or juice, you know, high high sugar juices. Do you know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. guess what? Send somebody for it or use, you know, I know Publix has been experimenting with delivering groceries and, you know, there's their services. I'm trust me. I'm sure that where there's the wheel. Yes. There's a way if you feel like going um, would, would be added pressure and all you need is what you need. If you just you can order. Well, they got water service. You can order a case of water and deliver it right at your door. Right. And here in New York, they have grocery stores that deliver all the time. So right. um, going to the bodega and getting a sandwich and some chips doesn't have to be the case because the grocery stores will actually deliver to you. So, right. you know. Um, change your environment. It's so, it's so important to start doing things differently. It's so right. important to develop those bad habits and, um, and turn them into beautiful butterfly of good habits um, and shed them off rather. Um, and so changing your environment is going to be definitely key um, and, and hard. It's very hard. Let's be honest to change. Mm-hmm. People hate change. People are resilient to change, but change happens all around us all the time. Hence, we are in five degree weather today. It's going to get down that low. Um, They say it's going to feel like negative 20 in the next couple of days, but, you know, we want to complain about the, the, Winter, we want to complain about the summer, but we have to have the change because otherwise, how are the trees going to grow? And if that's the way that trees grow through change, right, and flowers and plants and all that good stuff, then that's how we grow as well by changing. We can't stay in the same space all the time. Absolutely. And with that, uh, we're going to go on a little break and come back with the R and the T in smart goals. You're listening to Business in Black, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Business in Black with your host, Danita Harris. And we're back with Business in Black. Today, we're talking about um, how to stay resolute in your goals for the new year. And we've been going through SMART goals, M-S-M-A-R-T, which is an acronym. We've been going through each one. The S is for being specific. The M is for measurable. The A is for achievable or accountability. So we chose the accountability one for today. And then the R is where we are right now. Is that a corny pun that I just did? (laughs) The R is for where we are right now. And um, R is for realistic. So, you know, some people have way out of the way goals of, for example, oh, in a year, I want to make a million dollars. Now, 
not necessarily unrealistic, just probably not the most realistic because you could play the numbers and hit. Right. And earn a million, you know, you didn't earn it, but, you know, win a million dollars. So we just want to have more realism in the goals that we're achieving because that goes back to why people fall off the wagon. So why 92% of people fall off the wagon is they probably in some way or fashion have set up these goals that are just disillusioned goals that they just cannot, no one probably can accomplish them in such a, a short amount of time or, or, um, or just have the wherewithal to accomplish them um, in the manner that they're trying to. And so what happens? We abandon them. We give up. Our psychology uh, says that the psychosis needs to be tricked into, you know, knowing that we can do something and it's just unrealistic. And then you'll tell people about it, right? Girl, I'm trying to be a millionaire by the end of 2018. And then they're like, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, that's probably not going to happen. So then in our psychosis, it comes down again that we can't do it. And so then we just end up kicking it to the wayside. So we have to be a lot more realistic in the goals that we set. Um, What examples do you have of that, Dr. Hughes? I think, um, like I said earlier, you want to make sure that, um, you know, you, you, it goes back to being specific, but as you're being specific, make sure they're realistic. Like I told you, my, my mentor, you know, in our session on, on Tuesday was like, okay, these are fabulous goals you know, and I believe that they're, that you can do them. I just want to make sure that your timeline for, for accomplishing them makes sense. So that, again, I'm not putting stress on my body, my mind. Um, and, I'm, you know, I can, I can actually work smaller, more realistic, smart goals up underneath them to help me get to the bigger goals. So a lot of times, like Ms. Harris said, you know, I want to be a millionaire by the end of the year. What is it going to take? Mm-hmm. Break that down to what? Is, what does being a millionaire mean by the end of the year? You talking about one dollars, two million? How many? And you need to break that down. How much do you need to make per day, per hour, per second, a minute to right to that goal? Right. That light bulb cuts on and say, well, maybe that's not so realistic for me. Right. Well, some people will say, I want to make a million dollars by mid year, by June, but you got twenty dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's no plan. Goal. Nobody's saying you can't do it because miracles happen every day. But how much work and effort is going to take you to achieve that by June versus right. December? And so, I think that speaks to availability of resources exactly. to achieve that particular goal. So realism in the sense of can it be achieved? And then do you have what you need to achieve it? Yeah. And another another R that this coincides with is, is it relevant? Is it relevant to your life in 2018? So yeah, some people hold on to stuff from 2016, 14, 12, 8, 1998, which, first of all, the economy is not the same. Mm-hmm. Because you've been doing it that way for so long. It ha- but the thing is, it hasn't yielded the same results. And there's a reason for that. We're not in the same economy. 
Mm-hmm. We don't even have the same ecosystem. You don't have the same marketplace, buyers. Not, everything is different. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you may have a goal and it may be realistic, but if it's not relevant, then guess what? It probably isn't as realistic as you think it is because you stuck in a time war. You're, 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 you got to come out of that time capsule. Right. right. Come out of that time capsule to make it work. So be realistic. Like, you know, give yourself time. And I think it's giving yourself permission to breathe, to live life. Because if you, if you bind yourself, and that's what the T is for, right? So let's move on to time bound. But my transition is if you bind yourself into this so finite of a time to achieve something that you don't have the resources for that is not relevant in your particular life, then you set yourself up for your demise and you're Mm -hmm. right back in the 92% again. So you want to make sure that you you know, you give yourself time to breathe because you still have to live life. You can't spend 24 hours a day, 365 days a year doing only that. It's impossible because mm-hmm. you've got to eat, you've got to sleep, you've got to use the restroom, you know, you have to have go to work, you know, you have all these other things that happen. So be very realistic in how you plan to accomplish what it is that you're looking to accomplish. But keeping in mind that T, you want to keep it time bound. So you don't want an infinite date out there. Um, you don't want to say, oh, girl, I want to lose weight this year. Right. Crickets. Like Uh what? So by when? Oh, I don't know. Just sometime this year. Well, that could be tomorrow. That which would be unrealistic. Now that's unrealistic. I want to use 10 pounds by tomorrow unless you go on to chop it up and have surgery. Uh, And even then, you know, okay, because the body will swell and okay. So you know, you want to say by December 31st, 2018, or by June 30th, 2018, or by, you know, two weeks from now, I, I would, and, and those really, that time bound really comes into play, as Dr. Hughes said, when you take your goal overall and you start breaking it up into micro goals so that you have these benchmarks to which you can check off towards the larger goal. Right. So if the larger goal is I want to be a millionaire by the end of the year or I want to lose 15 pounds by the end of the year, okay, in two weeks I need to start reducing my um, um, drinking only to water, water only. Right. right? I need to um, reduce my food intake to only fresh fruits and vegetables. Right. Right. So and in that, be very careful of the words that you say, because I could have said that a whole different way. I could have said, oh, no, I want to reduce my um, I want to reduce my um, drinking from less juices. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what does that really mean? That's not specific or it's not um you know, it's not very specific at all. So mm-hmm. the other thing is too, um, in regards to um, even weight loss, but uh, especially financially, sometimes it's not so much all about how much you can, how much more you can make, but how, what can you cut back on spending? Right. Because if you eat out five days a week, three meals a day, 
That's 15 times. If you just even five, five, five days a week, 15 times a week. That's a, that's a considerable amount of money. So maybe you can cut back on what you are spending and thereby increase the money in your pocket because guess what? I'm not spending money eating out 15 times a week. Right. You know what I mean? So, and, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy to do. So if you eat out 15 times a week, a smart goal would be, I am going to reduce the amount of times that I eat out per week this year from 15 times a week to maybe seven or eight times a week. Right. That is realistic. Right. It still seem high and a lot for a lot of people, but for somebody Baby who's steps. eating out 15 times a week, right, right. cutting it in half, that is completely doable. Right, right. Baby steps. And you don't want to go cold. Steps. Everybody can't go cold turkey. Listen, sometimes we want to jump in the deep end of the pool. Mm-hmm. And then jump right. right back out shivering because we jumped in and it's too much for us to handle. Right. So no, yeah, you, you have to sometimes ease your way into it. And so... Um, you know, because what happens when you tell yourself that you can't have some, what happens when you tell a child that they can't do something, what do they go do it, whatever it is that you went and told them that they cannot do, they go and do it. And so, you know, it's just our human nature to want to do the very opposite of what we are told to do. So if we say, well, you can't have anything but water, you know, oh, well, I'm now starting to crave sodas and juices and all of that stuff. So just keep in mind um, of how to make better decisions in your goal setting that will set you up for success. I think that's the overall message of SMART goals, Um, keeping them specific, keeping them measurable, keeping them accountable, um, keeping them realistic and having them time bound, making sure you're, you're just realistic in the whole sense of it um, will keep you in a smart um, in a smart goal setting mindset so that you are able to come out in 2018 on top. Right. I think that's it at the end of the day. Um, just keeping healthy goals because then if you don't keep healthy goals, what happens? You feel defeated. You feel depleted. You feel like what's the point? And that has a whole nother spiraling cycle and effect on life. And so we don't want either one of those. So I think you can do it. We can do it. You can do whatever it is that you want to do if you keep your goals smart. I believe that. So I think you can do it and you can build a business that you're always wanted to do. You just have to be smart about it. Think about it. Get somebody to hold you accountable to it. Um, Transition yourself accordingly. Don't jump all in the deep end all at once and overwhelm yourself and then feel defeated about it. And so we wish you a very prosperous and happy new year. We, uh, you know, hope the best for you and hope that this show has helped you to get on the right track to moving forward and becoming everything that you've wanted to become in years past that now is the time and move it forward. So 
Thanks for listening to another edition of Business in Black, your weekly podcast of everything on starting, growing, and building a business to success. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much and have a great day. You're listening to Business in Black with your host, Danita Harris.